to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and Merry Christmas from the Feed You podcast. If you are tuning in today, you are a diehard fan, and I am very grateful for you. It is, in fact, Christmas Day when this episode comes out, and whether you celebrate Christmas or another holiday, I just want to wish you the very best today and all throughout the rest of this year and into next year. This episode is one that is near and dear to my heart, and I thought it really... um prevalent to talk about it right on on, uh, this special holiday. So this year has been a year of discovery for me in in my business life, in my personal life, and um, just overall. And one of the things that I'm really proud of that I have worked really hard on is tuning into my intuition, my inner guidance. Um, Some people would say your connection with God, your connection with divine, your connection with spirit all of those different things. Um, And I have found that when I do connect to that inner voice and really listen, the most amazing things happen. And so I want to encourage you with this episode to tune into your intuition and um, see where it leads you. Because I think you'll not, you'll be pleasantly surprised and almost astounded by the things that happen and show up in your life. So I wanted to share a few stories with you. And then I also have some tips for you to know how to tune into your intuition, because a lot of people don't know how to do that. Um, And they haven't really felt what that feels like to have the surety that something bigger than you is guiding your actions and your next steps. So um, first, let's talk about a story. So my I've been working on tuning into my intuition for a long time. As I've mentioned on this podcast before, I start my day every day by meditating for either 10 to 20 minutes. Um, And I've done that for a long time. But I got really intentional about it. And sometimes when you meditate, your your thoughts just don't stop. And so I really worked on um, slowing down my brain and tuning into my breathing. And when I started to do that, the first time I really noticed and paid attention to my intuition and had a specific result was when I went to my conference with my live mentor um, in October. And a very specific story was I um, I didn't know anybody at this con- conference. So it kind of made me hop out, well, leap outside of my comfort zone because going to a conference with 600 people and you don't know anybody can be pretty intimidating. Um, And so the first night there was a mixer and um, it was very unofficial. It wasn't really part of the conference, but just everybody that was there said, hey, um, I think we had a Slack channel. Somehow it was either Facebook group or Slack channel we were communicating. And um, the message got out that, hey, if you're in town and you're checked into your hotel already, come meet us in the bar for drinks. Um, so I just kind of wandered around a because I didn't know anybody and I felt a little bit weird. And um, I had met a gal that uh, rode from the airport with me to the hotel, but she had some other things she needed to do in the afternoon. So I really didn't know anybody. And so I decided to go down and I started wandering around and then I saw a bunch of people coming out and I'm like, oh, I bet those are BBD people. And so... I went and found them and started up some conversations and they were really nice and um, had, I don't know, had a glass of wine and then, you know, had 
probably about half an hour, 45 minutes of just general conversations. And I knew that there was a dinner planned and you, um, there were, there's some angel people, I don't know, who decided to coordinate four different dinners um, in the Facebook group. And so there were four different restaurants you could choose from. And I chose one that was by the ocean because I wanted seafood. And I was like, I'm in California. I'm going to, I'm having seafood because in Colorado, our seafood is pretty much terrible at most places. So um, I was walking out to go meet another couple of people to share a ride to the restaurant. And I saw this girl sitting there in the restaurant and she had her menu and she was just kind of sitting there alone. I was like, I wonder if she's something just prodded me to go and talk to her. And it was just, it was very like, I normally wouldn't have done that. Just walk up to some random stranger. And I just walked up to her and I asked her if she was with a conference and she said, yes. And we started up this conversation. I said, well, have you eaten dinner? And she said, no, I've been sitting here forever. I'm like, you should come to dinner with us. Just come and crash our dinner. And so I ended up dragging her along. And that one moment, that one moment of listening to my intuition changed the entire experience for me. And that's what I'm talking about is just that inner voice listening just to one little quick, like I could have just walked by and I would have never connected with her. I would have not had the same experience at the conference. And I had an amazing experience because of the people I connected with. Um, I would not have connected with the four other people that she introduced me to, and we would not have created the mastermind that continues to this day. And so that one second of just, instead of just dismissing that little voice, I listened to it, changed the entire course of how that event unfolded. And I'm wondering if that happens to you on a regular basis, because I know with me, it happens often. And um, do I always listen to it? Absolutely not. I'm not like perfect at this, but I, that's why I'm sharing it with you because I want us to become aware of it. Because when you listen to that and you follow those little nudges, it leads you in places that really do change the direction of where you're going and aligns you with your purpose and why you're here and how you're supposed to go about achieving that. So... Um, it happened again just yesterday, actually. It was just yesterday. Um, and I was I was working, I'm a contractor for another um, company and I do some contract work for them. And um, it was the end of an event. And there was a, a couple that I had talked to on and off for a couple of days. And um, something just nudged me to uh, find out. I knew that they were going to be spending the night um, in town, but they had to go. They had to switch hotels because um, the husband was going to do some training in town, but it wasn't going to be near where the conference was. And so something just nudged me to offer her to uh, offer her a ride because it ended up she was they were going to the end of town where I live. And so I did. And it turned into this really great conversation. And we could do some brainstorming about their business. And lo and behold, it's turning into a client. And so I couldn't even have planned that. I couldn't have planned it if I wanted to. And there were all these little idiosyncrasies and synchronicities that um, happened with that event, uh, with other people kind of chiming in on my behalf that I didn't even know that they knew each other. And so um, that's what this episode is about. It's about tuning into those little nudges that take you Um, in a different direction that is for your higher good. So how in the world do you do that? How do you tune into that? Because it's not something that happens um, just naturally, especially in our world, because we live in a very, very busy world. We are pulled in a million directions. We have things that take up our attention. Um, 
And we are, as a society, very, very disconnected. And so um, I wanted to give you some simple steps that can get you started in that direction. And then um, also I wanted to share with you, you know, sometimes if you feel like your intuition is wrong, what can you do? And then um, just round it out with a couple other things that I've learned. So let's get started on the things that can help you tune into that intuition. The first is, you need to be clear about what you want in your life, in your business, and in in what you want, just in what you want in general. If you are really wishy-washy and willy-nilly and you're like, oh, I kind of want to do this and I might want to do that, the universe doesn't know what to send us. God doesn't know what, what we want because we haven't communicated it because we really do have the world at our fingertips. And so if we aren't clear, it can't show up. Um, so the first step is to get really clear about what you want. Even if it's something small, like I want a hot fudge sundae. If you put it out there and all of a sudden you're like, oh, somebody's bringing me hot fudge sundae. So just play with it and see what happens. But you have to get clear about it because if you're really wishy-washy, then it can't show up. And it means you're wishy-washy on the inside and outside. And so getting clear about what you intend and what you want. And we just talked about that in the goals episode and last week, um, and we're going to continue to talk about it in um, setting those 90 day goals next week. But I just really want you to take the time. And, and for me, the way that I get really clear is I journal because we have a lot of like noise in our heads and sometimes it just takes a piece of paper and a pen or an open word document to just, brain dump all that stuff out. And you've got to get it out because if you leave it in your head, it just takes up space and you can't, there's no space. There's no space for you to think. There's no space for you to come up with new ideas. There's no space for you to put it out there or clarify it or make it clean um, and make it a very specific intention. So dump it out, clear it out, get it out of your head and create that clear concise intention of where you want to go. Does it have to be, it's not written in stone is where I, where I wanted to go with that. You know, you can set that intention, but you can always change your mind. That is one of the great things about being a human being is if you make a decision that you may want something, you have the opportunity to change your mind at any time. And, um, God and the universe will respect that. So, but to, to get things rolling, um, get clear about what you want. And then the next thing is we need to be quiet, which I started the episode talking about meditating and being quiet means more than closing your mouth. In fact, closing your mouth is usually the easy step to being quiet means to quiet your thoughts and quiet all of the to-do lists that you have going in your head and the, the things that didn't get done and the conversations that haven't ended and the conversations that need to happen and all of these different things and just bringing it to a stop. Um, again, easier said than done, but I'm hoping you will take some of the other tips that I give you at the end of this episode to help you get there. But quiet time is critical. I recommend if you can setting aside, um, 10 to 15 minutes in the morning and 10 to 15 minutes at night, because if you can clear your head, um, in the morning, it starts your day off on a positive um, flow. And if you can clear your head out before you go to bed, you not only sleep better, but you um, put your subconscious into the mode of getting what you want. Um, and 
into a state of relaxation. And we know if if you've listened to the episode this episode or this podcast for a little while now now you know that your subconscious mind controls 90% of your life. And so um when we can put that at ease and we can give it uh, something to focus on that we want, including our intention, it comes that much faster. So the third recommendation I have is to pay attention. And I know that sounds really easy, like oh, I am paying attention. I'm like, but really, while you're listening to this podcast, how many other things are you doing? Are you eating breakfast? Are you driving your car? Are you working out? Because when you are doing more than one thing, there's no way you can pay attention. And so, um, you know, when you're walking along, do you have your headphones on? Are you on the phone? Are you scrolling through Facebook? Um, Instead, like put it away and pay attention. Because if I would have been on my phone, I could have easily walked by Michelle and never had that conversation. And the gut intuition and my um, inner guidance would have, it would have been ignored because I was on my phone because I was distracted and I couldn't listen to it. And so when you become aware and you pay attention, you open yourself up to serendipity and you open yourself up to the universe being able to deliver to you um, tips and clues and ideas and, and things that you have the opportunity to act on. So paying attention is critical for this to work, um, as critical as you taking the time to be quiet. Which leads me to tip number four, which is end your distractions. And we, as I said, we are super distracted. Um, I have made it, I've been reading a lot of research lately about the effect of technology on our kids and um, the, the specifically the past two generations and what it's doing to their mental and emotional health. And it's kind of terrifying, actually. Um, and so I've made it a goal in my house to really connect with my kids in a way that's not like a lot of times people think they're, they're connecting with their kids, but their kids still on their phone. Um, they're still texting. And my oldest is really the worst at this because I'm like, put the phone down. Um, but they are as addicted to phones and to technology as some people are to smoking. So when you can set that aside and you can turn off your distractions, you can turn off your phone, you can turn off your social media, you can turn off the TV, you can turn off the radio. Um, the news is another one that people go crazy. Um, you open the door to opportunity to connect with people, to deeply connect with them and to deeply connect with their inner guidance, deeply connect their inner guidance to your inner guidance, which is how magical things happen. And so I know it's impossible to do that all day long because of the world we live in, but try it out for like 10 or 15 minutes a day. Try it out when you're having a conversation, put your phone away. When you go to lunch with a friend, put it away. There is nothing that says to them quicker, you're not that important to me when you leave your phone on the table. And so when you consciously take that phone and you put it away and you don't look at it until the end of your lunch, you are giving them 100% of your attention. And if they don't put their phone away, I ask them to do that because it, it encourages both of you to be present and to have a conversation and have deep connection. And that's a big component of what's missing in our world. And I want to encourage everybody to create to recreate that connection. As human beings, we are we crave connection. And so when we can have those connected conversations, we can have um, the ability to open ourselves up to new experiences and new ideas and um, 
the nudgings of our inner guidance system, wonderful, wonderful things will happen and your life will really go on super speed into the direction you want it to go. So you're doing a gut check. Um, you're checking in with your gut cause that's, that's really where your inner guidance comes from is right in your, um, lower chakras. So your root chakra, your, um, sacral chakra. And then there's one other one that's right there, um, that I can't remember, but, um, your three lower chakras. So anywhere in that kind of gut area near your belly button above and below, if you are feeling right there that there's something you should do, then your next step is to take action. Like don't easily, I could have walked by and been scared and not said anything, but then I would have missed out on that opportunity. Instead, I put on my big girl pants, put on my brave face and went over and talked to somebody I didn't know. And I'm encouraging you to do that. And it may not be having a conversation. It may not be walking by somebody and, um, you know, opting in to have a conversation with them or to start a conversation. It could be anything. It could be picking up the phone and making a phone call. It could be going to a networking event and um, finding somebody new that you haven't talked to before. It could be um, doing a Facebook Live. A lot of times video is very terrifying for people. Um, It could be giving a speech. It could be any number of things. Something that you are being prodded to do and you just, you listen and you take action and you don't let fear take over. That's what I'm imploring you to do is like, listen to your gut, don't listen to the fear and just do it. Because when you do and you take action, then the magic starts. So once you take action, there is one more step that I'm going to recommend. And that is um, when it's all said and done and you're looking at it in hindsight. And sometimes you, you know, hindsight takes a little bit Um, I didn't really realize what that simple action of connecting with Michelle would have meant until I got home at the end of the event. Like I just looked at like where that led me. But immediately when I came to that realization, I did one thing. I said, thank you. Because when you can reflect and give thanks to your intuition, it shows up more often. And it shows up in ways that you would not expect that you um, that you can't even really imagine. And the energy around gratitude I've talked about many times um, basically tells God in the universe, thank you, I want more. And thank you, I'm listening. And so when I have done that, when I have really taken those steps and ended with a thank you, it happens even faster the next time. And so um, I had an example actually that just happened today. And it was, it was just, it's just been a really great day um, on, on the front of like people being very kind and things they have said to me. And um, sometimes you, you say, at least I, I will say to myself, yeah, am I, am I making a difference? Am I, I'm doing all of these things. And but does it matter to anyone? And that, that has been a question um, that I've asked myself, you know, for a couple of weeks. And today I got the answer in the way of, um, I had somebody reach out in my Facebook group and just was just a wonderful, wonderful message of gratitude that I had no idea from across the world. And so um, that just was very heartening to me. It just like really, it made me not only smile, but it almost made me cry because um, you do these things. And I, when I create this podcast, I really create it from the heart. Um, 
because I want to be able to help people. That's that's really the why behind my business. I want to help people grow their business. I want to help them change their lives. I want to help them connect deeper. Um, and so when I get these messages of gratitude and the the sharing of how I've impacted their lives from a country thousands of miles away, that is so meaningful to me. And it just, um, it, it's not that it feeds the ego, because yeah, that's nice that it would feed the ego, but it really feeds my heart. So um, I had a couple of those heart feeders uh, this just today, and I'm just so grateful to everybody that listens and everybody that I get to interact with and to know um, that it is making a difference. So I wanted to share that with you, but um, sometimes we will trust in our intuition or what we think is our intuition and we're wrong. Oh my gosh, that is that is the worst feeling. And I've had that happen where I'm just so sure that this is what I'm supposed to do. And then I'll make the decision and I'll go do that. And it is, it just turns into a huge heartache or mess. Um, and so what do you do? Because then it's hard to trust your intuition the next time. Well, there's a couple things that I wanted to present to you to give you um, a different perspective. One is um, directly connected to your intention. So if you think you've set your intention, but you need to just, I, I always say you kind of like are half-heartedly controlling your thoughts and your focus, it's going to show up as like this hot mess and you don't want that. So when you're creating that intention and you're focusing on your intention, make sure you're wholeheartedly invested in what you want. Because if you're just like, huh, well, then you're going to get, huh, well, and then you're going to be sad because you're going to think your intuition is broken, but really it was your intention that was broken and energy is energy. So if you don't focus positively on what you want and believe that you already have it, believe that it's coming, believe that your success is inevitable, then you're going to get like a half baked pie. Like nobody wants that. So you can't half, you can't do it halfway. Um, and so be mindful of your thoughts, be mindful of the energy behind your thoughts and make sure that you're controlling them and that you're diligent about what you're thinking about. So, um, I have to laugh because my dad used to, <laughs> he used to have this saying that, um, they, uh, were Catholic. I was raised Catholic and they'd go to church and everybody would be to church and then people would be running out after communion. And if you aren't familiar with the Catholic church that you go through communion at the end, there's a prayer, then the um, priest does a benediction, then there's a song, and then the priest walks out and then you leave. Well, some people would just leave after communion. And so my dad always had the saying, it was pretty funny, and it just kind of came to me when I was recording this, but he's like, yeah, those same people that are just so holy in church are the same ones that run you down in the parking lot. And so how does that relate to this is that you, if you have good intentions and you run around yelling at people all day and you're in a crappy mood and you, you aren't controlling what's going on in your life and your thoughts, you're letting your thoughts control what's going on and you're not staying present, you're going to get delivered a pile of garbage because you, you might think that you're intending, you know, positivity and happiness and joy and all these different things. But if you're running around, like running people over in the parking lot, guess what? you're going to get a pile of garbage because that's called karma. So, and it's called 
getting what you put out there. So I'm reading this really awesome book right now. I'm going to recommend it to you guys and I'm going to put it in the show notes, but um, it was a recommendation from somebody I follow that does mindset work. And um, the book is called The Complete Works of Florence Shin. And I just have to share this with you because I read it the other night. I was actually in a hotel room um, and getting ready to go to sleep. And this is one of those books that I've had it on the shelf for a really long time, probably about three or four months. And I just was like, I couldn't get with it and start reading it. And it's not a, like, you're not going to sit down and read the entire book in one night because there's a lot to think about. And you're probably not going to read it one time. Um, but the, the chapters are fairly short. But this chapter um, that I read is called The Game of Life and How to Play It. And I just thought it was really pertinent to what we're talking about as far as intuition. And so I wanted to read you this one part because... Um, And this is very Christian based because the author is Christian. So um, if that is not your belief system, because I understand that some people have different belief systems and I am 100% um, in favor of you walking the path that gets you close to your divinity. So whatever that looks like for you, um, just substitute substitute whatever word works for you. But um, it was really, I just thought this was so clear and that's why I wanted to share it with you. So, I'm just going to read this part to you because I'm hoping that it makes the impact on you that it has made on me. But peace on earth, goodwill towards man. And that is so like we hear it in every Christmas song. So that's why I think it's so important. I'm sharing it today because it's Christmas Day. Um, But in, in Christ's message, peace on earth, goodwill towards man. The enlightened man, therefore, endeavors to protect himself upon his neighbor. His work is with himself to send out goodwill and blessings to every man, woman, And the marvelous thing is that if one blesses a man or woman, he has no power to harm him. Because when you put out the intention of blessings to everyone, that is what is returned to you. Okay, so then he goes on to share an example. I think it's a a guy, maybe it's a a lady, I don't know. Um, Anyway, so the next part is, for example, a man came to me asking to treat for success in business. He was selling machinery and a rival appeared on the scene with what he proclaimed was a better machine. And my friend feared defeat. I said, first of all, we must must wipe out all fear and know that God protects your interests and that the divine idea must come out of the situation. That is, the right machine will be sold by the right man to the right man. And I added, don't be, don't hold one critical thought towards that man. Bless him all day. And he be willing not to sell your machine if it isn't the divine idea. So he went to the meeting, fearless and non-resistant and blessing the other man. He said the outcome was very remarkable. The other man's machine refused to work and he sold his without the slightest difficulty. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which spitefully use you and persecute you. In other words, love and goodwill destroy the enemy within oneself. Therefore, one has no enemies on the external. There is peace on earth for him who sends goodwill to man. And I just thought, wow, it just gives me goosebumps because that's so clear. It's like the enemies that exist don't exist outside of ourselves. They exist first inside of ourselves. And when we give them energy and we give them power, then they exist outside of us. So um, when you're creating those thoughts, and when you're focusing your energy on those thoughts, make sure 
that you are full heartedly doing them with joy and compassion and um, with purpose of what you are here to do. And um, so I wanted to end this episode with a couple of tips for you to get connected directly into your um, intuition. And so number one is you need to find a a way to be quiet. And I recommend meditation. If you have a hard time meditating or new to meditation that I have referenced um, Insight Timer several times in different episodes, it is a free app you can get for your phone, whether you have a um, an Apple phone or a Google phone or Samsung. I don't I, I don't know what the other one would be, but a a non Apple phone, you can get the app and it's free do a check-in with yourself to make sure that the intuitive guidance you're getting, if if you have a mishap, do a check-in with yourself to see if the guidance you're getting could be possibly misinterpreted by you. Like, was it intended to be one thing and then you looked at it and you just already placed your interpretation over what was really happening and that wasn't really what was intended? I'm trying to think of an, I was trying to think of an example to give you of what this, what this looked like. So, um, but sometimes things happen in our lives that we don't think are in our best interest. So for example, um, if you were working at a job for a really long time and, um, here, here, this is a perfect example. When I was in corporate, I worked, um, in a position for quite a long time. I had built a team. I was uh, managing a few people and I kept getting passed over for promotions and I couldn't understand it because I was doing all the things that I was supposed to be doing and I was doing them right and I was excelling. But the reality was, is that I was not happy in that position. I, I could do all of the actions and I could do them well and I was good at them, but my unhappiness was shining through and because I was unhappy, it was reflecting to the powers that be that I was not interested in being in a, in a better promotion or a better position. And so really that um, was a blessing that at that time I couldn't understand. And the blessing was that that was the beginning of me realizing that I would never be happy in a corporate position, that I was a, an entrepreneur at heart. And so given the opportunity which is another, this was another intuitive moment for me that I didn't, I was not even aware of at that time. Um, It gave me the opportunity to start my own business while I still was working there and start building up all of the assets that I needed to start that business. In the meantime, I started to see what was happening with higher management. People were being let go. Um, People were being moved into other positions and positions being eliminated and not refilled. And I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. Um, Things are going south, basically. And so I actually told my team, and then one other person that was not on my team that was friends with people on my team, I said, um, as I was getting ready to leave, I said, you need to be looking for a job. And they were like, what? What are you talking about? Things are great. And I went back about, I don't know, three, four, maybe six months later, that person actually came up to me and they said, how did you know? And I said, because the writing was on the wall, positions were being eliminated. Um, people that were in powerful positions were being transferred or let go. And I said, um, it, it was, the writing was there, but nobody wanted to see it. And I could see it because 
I was leaving. And so um, needless to say, that company got bought and sold and dismantled um, by a, a higher, we, we got originally purchased by um, one of the largest companies in the, in the country, which then frankly just chewed us up and spit us out and delivered the pieces they wanted into other entities in their business. And the rest just got sold off, which meant everybody in that company pretty much lost their job in one way or another. And so um, sometimes those gifts that, you know, you don't see when you're in the moment because you're so caught up in the moment are really for your best interest. And so when you're, when you have that stuff happen to you, look at that and, and ask yourself, you know, okay, what, what really is going on here? Because it could be that the universe is trying to deliver to you what you really want, but you're not even aware of what it is that you really want. And so what are some ways to get those answers? Well, start asking really good questions. Start asking yourself questions and journal out the answers. Talk out the answers. Um, Talk it out with a friend. Journaling for me is just a very private and personal journey. And so sometimes I start there and then I take what what comes out and I'll go talk with a friend about it. But that's a great way to to do it. Um, Shut your brain off for a little while. Go do something either active or creative. Uh, a great way to like get out of your head is to go do a really hard exercise class or go run or something, um, play tennis, you know, whatever, whatever you like, like there's so many options out there to move your body, but to move it and, um, not have the extra brain power to think about things because you're thinking about breathing and not like falling off the treadmill or whatever that might look like, um, really will help you quickly align to what's really going on. And um, so a a few other things that you you can ask yourself if you feel like your intuition led you wrong are, did you take action? Like, you know, you got the nudge, but did you act on it? And if you did act, if you didn't act on it, or if you did act on it, did you act on it quickly enough? Because those nudges don't last forever. It's let's go back to the original story. You know, Michelle was sitting there. If I would have walked by and then come back 10 minutes later, she could have been gone. And then it would have been too late. And so the intuition was would have been right, but I didn't act fast enough. And so um, ask yourself those questions, you know, did you take action? Did you take it quickly enough? And if not, then you have the opportunity next time you get a nudge to take action quickly. And then last but not least, it's important that you trust yourself. Um, it's important that you build that trust with yourself. It's just like building trust with anybody else. It's not gonna happen overnight. And especially if you haven't trusted yourself in the past, So when you're building that intuition, give yourself the grace to get to know yourself again. That sounds a little bit out there, but um, you have to build that trust relationship with yourself in order for your, for your intuition to, to become trusted. So again, I'm going to leave you with this quote from Florence Shin, because I just think it's so perfect for today's episode. Um, And I'm hoping you'll take it out into the world and into your life um, and into the new year. So um, in other words, love and goodwill destroy the enemies within oneself. Therefore, one has no enemies on the external. There's peace on earth for him who sends goodwill to man. So as we are on this holy day, or as you're listening to this right after the holiday, I wish you peace on earth and goodwill towards men. 
I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a very, very happy holiday, however you're going to celebrate it today. And I look forward to checking in with you next week. Take care. Just a quick reminder that the SMS waitlist is now open. If you're interested in joining that course where I walk you through every step of your marketing so you can attract more clients and convert them into customers, go check it out. AlisaConnor.com forward slash SMS waitlist. See you soon.